we know how the story ends. We are living with the end in mind. We have the privilege of making a remarkable difference in our communities and in our people's eternities. Each one, reach one. Jesus is at the center of everything we do. We love God and love people. Our relationship with God is our number one priority. Our love for Him overflows into our love for people. People are our passion. We choose to get out of a row and into a circle and do life with people who push us closer to Jesus. The happiest people have great friends and great purpose. Servant leadership is our greatest calling. Generosity is our privilege. We continually choose gratitude. We cultivate a culture of celebration. Welcome to Vision Sunday. We're so excited for what God is about to do in 2022. And today we're going to look at what God has laid in our heart. And then for the rest of the month, we've got our legacy month. Uh, where we get to look at the legacy we want to leave behind um, in our communities for the next generation. So, so we are so excited. Come on, let's quickly pray and just trust that God uh, reignites us in 2022 and gets us on, on sort of the path He wants us to take in this year. So God, we just come to you now. We're so excited uh, for this vision you've laid on our hearts. We pray, God, that you would ignite us as a church family, that we all could carry this vision and we could experience the blessing that comes as you give people vision. You say people without vision perish, but we know that people with vision can prosper. So we thank you for what you're putting in our hearts and we thank you for what we believe is going to be a phenomenal 2022. I pray you bless today in Jesus' name. Everyone believe the said? Amen. Amen. Awesome. So just to kick off our Vision 2022 day, we're going to talk about Daniel. And um, Daniel's a pretty famous um, guy in the Bible. Um, a lot of you are familiar with him, especially now because we've just finished our Daniel fast. Yep. Um, he's famous for um, initiating the Daniel fast, uh, but he's also known for his incredible faith. So Daniel is the guy that um, escaped the lion's den. He's known as a man of prayer. He would pray three times a day, even when he was facing um, extreme persecution. Daniel's known as a man who refused to compromise, even when everybody around him um, was bending to the traditions of the culture. And I think something that's probably the most important thing about Daniel is that God highlights over and over again the fact that he was a man with an excellent spirit. So just to give you guys a bit of background around Daniel, if you're not so familiar with him, Basically, there was a time when the Israelites were taken into captivity in Babylon. And this lasted for about 70 years. And the Israelites were pulled out of their own culture. Uh, they were put into a foreign culture. They were told they needed to serve the Babylonian gods. And the thing that really stood out for Daniel was he had this excellent spirit. And it was picked up by King Darius, who was the king of Babylon. And he was a hardworking guy who refused to compromise. But because of his excellent spirit, King Darius took a major liking to Daniel. And he got promoted and promoted. And eventually he was second in charge of the whole of Babylon. Now, you can imagine this didn't go down very well with the rest of the Babylonians who were being outranked by a foreigner, by a Jewish boy. Um, they didn't like this and they wanted to put an end to it. So they actually put a, 
a scheme together um, and they, they, they basically tricked King Darius by saying, you know, sign a decree that nobody is allowed to worship anybody but you or pray to anybody but you for 30 days. King Darius didn't think much about it. He signed the decree. And of course, the people knew that Daniel was such a man of faith, he was not going to bend. And true to form, the Bible says, Daniel did not bend. I want to read to you guys from Daniel 6 verse 10. It says, when Daniel learned about the decree, he went upstairs to his room where the windows opened to Jerusalem. And three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to God, just as he had done before. And so, of course, um, you know, the guys that wanted to see Daniel fall, they went straight to King Darius. They said, Daniel has broken the law. He needs to be put in the lion's den. King Darius was devastated because Daniel was his favorite, but he had made this decree and he had to stick to it. And so that's how Daniel ended up in the lion's den. But the story goes that the angel of the Lord actually shut the mouths of the lions and the next morning when they came to pick up the remains of Daniel, they found him unscathed. And King Darius was so happy to have his number one man back. And he also said, from now on, we're going to worship the one true God. Daniel's God is the one true God. So he was a man who, who didn't conform to the culture he was thrown into. He stood up for God and he made an eternal difference. So I think he's a phenomenal example for us to look at today. And we're going to be looking at his life and we're going to be drawing some points from it that I think is going to really take us far in 2022. But the first point I want to talk about, and it's one of our values, we believe at View Church that we are called to be flexible and not fragile. So we're saying, listen, we're ready and we're committed to being a little bit uncomfortable because we are people who are living with the end in mind. And we're saying, you know what, we'll take a little bit of temporary pain because the eternal gain is so, so worth it. Um, so I'm obviously a tall person. And I've got a long upper body and I find if I'm not stretching, if I'm not doing a bit of Pilates and working on my core, when I spend a lot of time bending over the patients, I can end up with terrible, terrible back pain. And I've learned that even though Pilates is sore and the stretch is uncomfortable, I can either be flexible or I can be fragile. Because if I don't stretch and I don't get flexible and I don't work on my core, all the weight goes into my vertebrae, into my spine, and it's going to make me quite a fragile old lady, which I don't want in Jesus' name. But the point is, the stretch might be uncomfortable, it might be painful, but it's going to make you strong. Amen? If we look at Daniel and we look at his life, he was a man who was saying, I'm willing to embrace the stretch. I'm willing to be flexible because the eternal gain is so, so worth it. So I love that. Um, Daniel had the end in mind. He had eternity in mind. He knew the pain was worth the gain, the eternal gain. And, and that's what we encourage you to do this year. Our big vision is to keep the end in mind. Um, things have not changed. Yeah, the middle might have been a bit fuzzy, but Jesus has won the victory. He died on the cross. 
One day we will return to be with Him in heaven. That's the end. The end hasn't changed and it will help you navigate the middle. Um, Daniel knew this and, and one of our great values we have is that Jesus should be first. So as Daniel lived in the middle, he put God first in his life. We believe this is our greatest value because Jesus being first in our life, not only is the greatest blessing to us, but it's the greatest blessing to our world. We say the best gift you can give to our church and to the people who come to our church and the people on your street and where you work and your family is your relationship with Jesus. And so Daniel knew God and the scripture actually says in Daniel, those who know their God will do great exploits. And we want this year to be one of the greatest years you've ever lived. And we know for that to happen, you need to know God. That's the second thing we want you to focus on. Truly knowing God, not just knowing about God, but getting to know Him. Not just being religious and maybe um, just doing things that seem that what like Christian-like, but actually knowing Him personally, um, knowing His promises. It says in Daniel 9 that Daniel was aware of Jeremiah's prophecy that ex the exile would last for 70 years. So he actually knew how it was going to end. So it helped him navigate the middle. And we see even when times were tough, Leanne mentioned it, they put a decree out that he couldn't pray. He prayed because he knew how it was going to end. And even in that obedience, God gave him a victory in the lion's den. Uh, we, we even see that, that Daniel wouldn't defile himself. He didn't want things to get in the way of his relationship with God. He knew God was on the throne and he focused on God. God's word was real to him. God's promises were real to him. And it's worth you and I focusing on God in 2022. We know how it's going to end. And if we have a great relationship with him, we, can we too can, uh, can step out into great exploits. What I also love about Daniel is the way that he got into God's word and he looked back and he reminded himself of who our God is, of how big our God is. And we also say this at View Church, remembering doesn't happen by accident. Remembering is active. It's done on purpose. But I believe in 2022, as we go and remind ourselves of how big our God is, suddenly we take our eyes off a situation that seems impossible and we bring in the power of God, our God who specializes in doing the impossible, who makes everything possible at the right time and in the right season, and we can redirect our gaze um, and, and we can change the way that we look at life. Yeah. So Daniel was in what seemed like an impossible situation. He's in exile. He's got everyone against him. They are telling him not to serve his God, but he was fully aware of how powerful his God and our yeah. God is, and that allowed him to do great exploits. Yeah. The third thing we want you to focus on in this year is the value of relationships. We say this relationship before ministry. Uh, we know that relationships actually activate ministry. Um, I've experienced it as I've had healthy friendships. People have called out purpose in my life. But relationships can also lead to God ministering in your friends' lives, where you actually care for them and love them. Um, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So this is a massive value for us. The first thing I encourage you to do in this value is for you to choose your friends wisely. If you're going to do great exploits, if you're going to live with the end in mind, um, then you need to choose people to be the circle you sit with 
and who you can grow with. If you choose people you can sit with, who you can grow with, then you can go and stand with other people and show them Christ's love. But if you got that flipped, you're going to become like the people you don't want to be like, and you're not going to become like the people you should be, become like. So, so you need to choose them wisely. And simply said, show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. If we're going to fulfill the vision this year, we're going to have to be in the right circles, and view groups gives us opportunity to get into the circle. Um, I want you also to be aware that as God wants to bring healing into your life, and um, God's never going to bypass people in your healing process. We see James, it says, confess your sins to one another so that you can be healed. God's going to bring people into your life to bring healing into your life. You and I need to get into the right relationships. You and I are going to learn a row, but we're going to grow in a circle. And Hebrews 10 verse 35 says, uh, we should not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day approaching. Um, so we encourage each other. We fan the gifts into flame. And, and, and I found um, when I go into church, I got a mentor and he used to tell me, I think God's got leadership on your life. And I think you should do this. And I actually couldn't see it, but it, God brought somebody into my life who could encourage me. And, and I'm grateful for those people because I believe I'm doing what I'm doing because of my view group and, and people who came into my world. So, so we see right in the front end, Daniel 1, even as they put it, they try to get them to eat food that was defiled, says uh, Daniel with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they actually decided together not to do that. They asked the king if they could eat fruit and veg and drink water. And so they stuck together. And I can imagine the strength that came in friendship. So I encourage you to get into friendships. Uh, find people are going to encourage you on purpose and so that you can then be a blessing to your world. Yes. And uh, I just want to encourage all the parents um, that, are, that are listening today, um, you know, get your kids involved in View Rep. Get your kids to View City. If I think about um, how I grew up, I grew up plugged into the church and I had amazing friends at church um, who were like my Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego's. They, they were in it with me. Um, we were serving God. And then I was also taught to be you know, um, outward focus because we're a church who, listen, we exist to see the lost saved. Yep. So we can't be in a holy huddle. But the fact that I had these strong friendships um, from church, I was accountable to them. Um, it kept me on the straight and narrow and it allowed me to, to spend time with my friends who didn't know Jesus, um, but not be influenced by them, rather be the one that influences them. So um, I will be forever grateful for the U group, for the um, U group. For the youth group, which is also where I met my um, loving husband. He was my youth pastor. Um, we only got together yes, when she he's, was... Yes, he's not yeah. Dodge. I was 21. It's all legal. But get your kid into youth. They might meet their husband. Um, they might not, but they will <laughs> make awesome godly friendships that will keep them on the straight and narrow. Okay, cool. Um, See, parents are scared to bring their kids to our youth now. Um, okay. So the fourth thing we want to encourage you to do is if you're going to have a great year, you're going to have great purpose. And um, we know that God encourages relationships that encourage great purpose. Um, the happiest people, a secular study shows the happiest people have got great friends and they got great purpose. And we know yeah. it's about having a great relationship with God. Like Daniel, he knew God. Yeah. He was flexible. He had great friends and he had great 
purpose. He kept the end in mind. And we believe in 2022, if we're going to have great purpose, we want to do it a great thing in a simple way. And, and so our vision is living with the end in mind. And the way we live out that vision is that each one reaches one. It's, it's as simple as that, that God actually has saved you with somebody else in mind. He actually knows where you live. He knows where you work. He knows where you go to school. And he already has that someone that he wants to reach, that he wants, he might already have been putting it on your heart. And I believe everyone, Tableview, Malpois, Camps Bay can have great purpose. Everyone watching online, you can have great purpose. So why don't you join us on the journey? They say the best Sunday you can ever have is a Sunday where you see a friend or family member receive the love of Jesus, receive the forgiveness of Jesus. The best Sunday you're going to ever have is not the one where you find a breakthrough or encounter God. Those are going to be great Sundays. They say the best one is when you invite a friend, they come and they experience the love and forgiveness of Jesus. We want 2022 to be your greatest year. We want you to know God so that you can do great exploits. If you're going to do great exploits, you're going to have to live with the end in mind. And one of the greatest sort of days you'll ever have in church is when you invite a friend to church and see them saved. So come on, let's have a great 2022 and let's see God do a miracle in our communities. I think Andres just summed it up so well, but I'm going to, I'm going to sum it up one more time. Basically, our vision for 2022 is that we want to live with the end in mind. We want to live 2022 with eternity in mind. Come on, guys. You, you hear us say this all the time. We are living a life on purpose for a purpose. We want to see heaven populated, hell emptied out. So we're going to live this year with the end in mind. And the way we're going to do that most effectively is if each one reaches one. Can we just pray for you guys um, as a View Church family? We pray under it. Thank you, God, for the privilege of serving you in 2022. We want to know you and do great exploits. God, we want this to be the best year we've ever had with you. And we know the best year we'll ever have with you is a year where we put you first. God, we also want to live a life um, that blesses you. And it's also a blessing to us and our family. We want to have great friends and great purpose. And we trust in that we're going to have those Sundays where we see friends and family get saved. God, we are going to live with the end in mind. And I thank you that each one of us get to reach one. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's just thank God for what He's about to do in 2022. Come on.